I'm Sparkling Joe Chamberlain. I've devoted some of my time to investigating the truths that often elude us. What made that sound in the woods? What's that light in the sky? Why is it so cold in here? We'll find the answers to these questions and so much more on... Category Unknown, hosted by Sparkling Joe Chamberlain. Hi everyone, and welcome to the 16th episode of Category Unknown, hosted by Sparkling Joe Chamberlain. I'm Sparkling Joe Chamberlain, and this is the podcast where I present classic episodes from my old paranormal talk radio series, Category Unknown, hosted by Sparkling Joe Chamberlain. Uh, this episode's radio episode is from November 16th, 1985, and it features my first ever interview with the alien abductee Stan Drumbach. Oh. I think it's a pretty good one, and Stan has some pretty good stories for us, so I hope you enjoy it. Uh, And with that, I guess let's get right into it, and I'll be back at the end of the episode as usual to comment and whatnot. Enjoy. It's about the size of a grapefruit now. It's getting bigger. Where? Where is it? It's right where the trophy fell and hit. Oh, jeez. Oh, come on. You got to go, Dan. You got to go to the emergency room. You got to get out of here right right now and go. No, you're you're just just over-exaggerating, Betty. Oh, jeez. I'm fine. No, you got to get going right now. It, it, uh, you gotta, I think you got I, a concussion. What I gotta do, though, is fix this shelf. No. It's laying on the floor. I don't got nowhere to you, put my trophies. Hey, if Kenny's uh, there, uh, tell him to take you to the emergency Can, room. You, but I'm talking to you on what? the phone right now, Kenny. Oh, no, Dan, this is Alvin. You gotta, Kenny, get him there. If you, if you can hear me, if you're paying attention, get him to the emergency room, all right? Hello? Kenny? Kenny? Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Category Unknown, hosted by Sparkling Joe Chamberlain. As always, I'm your host, um, Doobie Sanchez. <laughs> no, seriously, I'm, I'm Sparkling Joe Chamberlain, and today we're going to have an interview with a real-life alien abductee, Mr. Stan Drumbach of Minnesota. He's been abducted many times over the years, and... Tonight, he'll be talking to me on the phone to tell us all about his experiences. 
And that's coming up in a little bit, but first off, there's some really important news to talk about. Some of you might have already heard about this, but yesterday they finally... What? What's that? You're playing the weird news music? No, okay. All right, I guess you can play it. But Okay. Anyways, uh, authorities have announced that uh, after a manhunt that lasted almost nine months, they finally caught the one and only notorious murderer, or I guess... Uh, alleged murderer and friend of this show, Mr. Gary Neville. I can't believe they finally caught that monster, you know, and I actually went into his lair last year and I made it out in one piece. You all remember that. So anyway, he's now in custody and he's awaiting trial. I tell you what, I think this is a slam dunk case if you know, you know, with all the torsos that uh, they found in his attic. So I'm sure this story will be developing and we'll be letting you know what happens when new things happen. And, well, you know, you, you get it. All right, and all right, let's move on then from that news to some weird news of the world. Did, no, just let it play. You didn't have to stop it and restart it. All right, anyways. Well, looks like a man in West Dorbanshire, England has returned from the dead. Oh, <laughs> well, no. Actually, he has just been missing for 23 years and was presumed dead by his family and local authorities. But then suddenly, he showed up last week to the wedding of his only daughter. When he was asked where he's been for the last 23 years, he said he was living with the fairy folk and he come home just to wish his daughter well on her wedding day. And then he tossed some pine cones into the air and danced around. But apparently, the reunion didn't last too long because the man's new son-in-law and some of his football teammates ran the guy off. And just because when he showed up, he was wearing, and wait, let me get this quote right, strategically placed leaves and twigs and other forest flora, but only just enough to barely cover his tallywhacker and bum. Okay. <laughs> All right, the man is thought to suffer from mental illness. Well, uh, either that or he's living with fairies. It's, I guess we got to let you make up your own mind. But if any of my British listeners out there, was, well, uh, we don't actually broadcast outside Wisconsin or in Guam, so we don't have any British listeners. But hey, you know, if you know someone who's Britain, give them a call. And if they live near Dorbanshire, wherever that is, tell them to watch out for this guy in the woods and call the bobbies or whatever to go get him if they see him, and then maybe we'll get this cleared up whether he's just a little kooky or if he actually is living with the fairies. Okay. And a little closer to home right here in Wisconsin, Nutterville, Wisconsin to be exact, there's been another sighting of that big old gargantu hog. The the 300-pound pig that escaped from a farm last month. That's a, that's a terrible name. Gargantu hog? It's weird. It's hard to say. It doesn't really roll off the tongue. Anyway, uh, the pig has been demonstrating some supernatural intelligence, if you ask me, in avoiding capture and making his way like 50 miles away from home while also being friggin' huge and unmissable. You know, he's... It's leading some people to believe that he's been the product of some crazy military experiment or something. 
as you know, as we discussed on this very show. But you know, if you see that gargantuan hog, uh, um, don't approach him, cause you know he could crush and eat you like nothing doing, you dummy. <laughs> Just call the local authorities and tell them where you saw him. Okay. All right. Well, that's it for the weird news of the world this week. Uh, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back with that interview with alien abductee Stan Drumbach. Okay, we'll be right back. No, it's a, no, it's a dumb name. I'm Carl from Carl's Cars. Carl's Cars 1800 Center. This week we're having the annual tollway extravaganza. Come on down and pick out the non-starting or otherwise undrivable car of your dreams. And if you tow it off the lot within two hours, it's yours for only $75. And, and just so you know, if you're planning on coming down just to look at the regular cars for sale, Please pay attention to the signs designating the towway uh, sales area and the tow truck entry lane. And do not drive onto the lot by that way. Last year we had a huge mess with a jumble of tow trucks and other customers' cars all mixed up. And a little old lady was off looking at a car she was interested in buying and they accidentally towed away her 68 Buick instead of the 77 Chevette that one of the customers at the tollway sale was buying. And sadly, that lady never got her car back either. So watch out where you park during the sale, for crying out loud. That's the tollway sale extravaganza at Carl's Cars, 1800 St. Welcome back from that commercial break, and let's get into that interview. Right now on the phone, I have Mr. Stan Drumbach, and he's the gentleman I mentioned who has been abducted by aliens on several occasions, and he's here to tell us his story. Hi, Stan. How you doing? You hi. there? Hi, Joe. I'm here. Well, hi, Stan. Well, how about we just get into it? When was the first time you were abducted by aliens? Well, Joe, um, the first time I was abducted by aliens, I was about seventeen years old. And what what was the year that when did what was the year that this happened? Uh, nineteen forty-seven. So a little less than twenty years ago. What? No, a little less than forty years ago. Oh, that's right. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Go ahead. Well, I was 17 years old, and I was out on the farm in the fields. And I where, was, where was the farm? Oh, up here in Minnesota. Okay, so you were 17 working on a farm in Minnesota. Yep. Was it your family farm? Nope. Okay, well, mm. all right, we'll continue on with your story. Okay, well, I, I looked up in the sky, and I saw this big white light, and I said, Oh, boy, that's a big star up there, you know. 
And oh, that's pretty reasonable. But then suddenly it started moving. Oh, and it started traveling, getting closer to the oh, ground. Oh, so what what happened then? Well, it started traveling along, and I and suddenly I noticed it's actually a, a big oh. white ball. Wouldn't oh, you know like it? Oh, like a baseball? No, no, like a a big white ball of light. Oh, oh, like a star? Uh, no, uh, just a ball of light. Um, okay. But well, I, as it got closer to me, I could tell that it was actually a bunch of windows making the light, oh. and it was some sort of uh, vessel of some kind. But but it was ball shaped, like you said, right? Uh, yeah, kinda. So, so someone comparing it to say to the shape of a baseball <laughs> wouldn't be a, a, a too far out of the the ballpark. <laughs> no pun intended. Uh, <laughs> no, I suppose not. Uh, okay, all right, so there's a vessel of some sort you uh -huh. saw, and then what happened after it started getting closer to you? Well, um, it, it landed. Oh, it landed? Oh, yeah. Right there in the cornfield? No, on the beach, the beach oh, field. Oh, yeah, but it landed right there. The alien uh -huh. ship landed. Oh, yeah. So, uh, But then what happened? I, I heard a voice in my head. But in your head? Told, yeah. You mean like you didn't hear it with your ears? It was just in your head? Uh-huh, and, and it told me, it said, um, don't be afraid, we're here just to make friends with you. Oh, oh. well, wh how how did you feel? What were you thinking when you heard that? Uh, well, you know, uh -huh. I, I just thought, uh, that's nice of them. Okay, well, so, all right, so then what happened? When, is this when you were abducted? Uh, well, this this was the time uh, the first time I was abducted, but uh, nah, this wasn't the moment. Okay, all right. So then, uh, okay. So continue on then. What happened? Well, a, a door opened on the front of the ship, uh -huh. and um, this beautiful lady came out. Oh. Except she was not like a Earth lady. But how do you mean then? How uh, did you know she was a lady? Well, she was rather shapely, like a lady. Oh, oh okay. Well then. How did you know she wasn't from Earth? Well, because she had just come out of a spaceship, don't you know? And, um... Oh, well, yeah. Also, she had silver skin. Silver skin? Holy uh -huh. cow. All right. Well, now we're talking. Oh, yeah. Okay, so so is this when, when they abducted you on the ship? Well, she took my hand oh, yeah. and started leading me towards the ship. But I didn't want to go... Y Oh, you didn't want to go? Then why did you go? Well, I, did, I didn't want to cause a fuss. Oh, okay. And, and it was getting kind of late anyways. Wait, it was getting late? Well, what time What time did this happen? I, I thought this was the daytime. Oh, no, I wouldn't have been out there in the daytime. But you you were out working the fields of the oh, farm at night? Oh, no, no. This wasn't... I said this wasn't my farm. But... So what? why were you out in this other person's field at night? Oh, well, they don't like you going out in their fields, so you got to go at night when they can't see you. Well, okay, well, anyways, let's, let's get back to the aliens. Okay. She was taking you by the hand and leading you to the ship. Oh, yeah, and then she took me on the ship. Oh, okay, well, all right, now we're into it. What did the ship look like on the inside? Oh, I'll tell you, it was, okay. there were lots of people, and... Uh, oh, all right, all right, all right, that's enough, what? uh... 
Hey, Joe, I just wanted to tell your audience what? that if they want to hear the rest of the story and more of this to stand what, up what's going on? story, they can send a self-addressed stamped envelope and a check for $2.99 American dollars, that is, to UFO Info Panther Co. P.O. Box 897, Covington, Minnesota. He- wait, hello? Hey, hey. Yes? It's... Wait, Stan? No, 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 I'm Mr. Stan Jumbrooks' literary agent. Wait, what? Yeah. Literary agent? Yes, all all stories that Mr. Stan Jumbrooks is telling tonight on the show are copyright uh, Stan Jumbrooks and uh, Wickers Literary Agency. Um, you've interrupted my interview, though, sir. What what is your name, sir? I'm, uh, my name? Yes, your name? Bill B. Wickers, I am Mr. Dramage's literary agent. Can can you put uh, Stan back on the phone? Ah, yes, of course, but uh, that story will have to be concluded because what? if you and your viewers would like to hear the rest of that story, you can send a self-addressed stamp can, envelope hey. and a check for $2. And, can you just finish? No, a check for $2.99 to UFO Info Pamphlet P.O. Box. 8970 Oh, okay. Well, well. Anyways, um, that story you were telling us, though, why can't you can't tell us the rest of the story? Nah, I, I suppose not, cause uh, he Burby doesn't want me giving everything away for free. Well, that's that's too bad. I was really getting into yeah. that story. I w- I wanted to find out what happened inside the ship with all the people, what? The, the beautiful lady. Well, you could uh, you could buy the pamphlet. Well. I don't know. Uh, you agreed to do this show. And okay, do that, that, reminds me, that reminds me, Joe. Uh, the name no. of that story no. is Drumbach uh, UFO Encounters, Volume 1. So send it. Right. No, 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 no. No, give, it, huh? give the phone back to Stan. Oh, okay. Here you go, Stan. He wants to talk. Hi, Stan. Okay. Hello, Joe. Hi. Oh, hi, Stan. Um, hi. Okay, so I guess we can't hear the rest of that story. But oh, do you, no. Do you have any other stories that you could tell us, maybe? Oh, yeah. Just, um, well, it, well, before we get into that, how many times have you been abducted? <laughs> uh, 38 times. Oh, 38 times. Wow. Uh-huh. So, let me guess. You got uh, 38 pamphlets? Oh, then, no. Oh, no, we got uh, 47 pamphlets for sale. 47? Yeah, some of the stories are double pamphlet stories. Oh. Well, could you could you give us one of those? I could uh, start one up for, for you. Well, are there any stories that you could where you could tell us the whole story? Oh. And then maybe if people are interested and intrigued by that whole story, right. then they can order more of your stories, and you can sell pamphlets that way? Um, I don't know. I have to ask Booby. Hey, Booby, uh, did you yeah. hear what he just said? Did uh, you hear? We could maybe tell one whole story, and then um, maybe if they like it, they would buy more of the other ones that we didn't tell. 
I don't know, because then, but then we would lose out on all the pamphlet sales for that one whole store. Yeah, but I mean, I, I think he's kind of right. I think if we're just leaving right. them high and dry, they just get frustrated. Well, maybe, I mean, but, yeah, but we don't want to miss them. We're just throwing one of the pamphlets down the drain, then. Yeah, but then, you know, people people enjoy hearing a whole story, and then they want to hear more stories. I think they're going to pay more money to hear more stories than they would be to, like, try to finish a story that they're just frustrated they didn't get to hear the whole ending. Okay, all right, Stan. All right, these are your pamphlets, yeah. and I think it's your call, okay? I will support you in your call. All right. Take a call, buddy. All right, man. I, I see, I'm going to tell her a whole story, okay? Oh, man. I, I really think you're blowing it, man. You're losing out on pamphlets for the whole story. You just said you were going to support my call. I made a call. You no, said man, you would man. support it. All right, man. If you want to make the wrong call, I'll all support right, you. Man. Oh, God. All right. All right. I'm making a call. I'm telling a story. Right. We're going right, to sell man. more pamphlets. Now. Whatever, whatever you want to do is fine with me. I just think you're wrong. All right, oh, all right, all right, Joe. I'm I'm going to tell you a good one here. I'm going to tell the whole story this oh, time. All right, Stan. Well, that's great, but I'm sorry we got to uh, go to commercial break right now. Oh. But we'll be back in a few minutes with your story. Is that okay? Sorry, oh, yeah. give me time to think of which one I want to tell. Tell the, tell them the one where you're you're under, uh, you're sitting on the top of the barn. What? And it's, that one that one's not as good. You could, that one you could probably throw away. Well, we, well, we gotta tell them a good one, or they're not gonna earn any pamphlets. All right, well, you you guys you guys uh, make up your mind, and we'll be right back after this commercial message. This week on Roundup, I'll be joined by Top Sandler of the Municipal Department of Maintenance and Refuse Disposal to discuss the town's current garbage crisis and when they will finally fix the garbage truck and pick up the last four weeks' worth of trash that has been piled up at the bottom of my driveway. That's Community Roundup, Saturday mornings at 10 a.m. on WLQL. Hi, I'm Jerry Elstree, the coaster connoisseur. Join me every week as I travel the world riding the most thrilling roller coasters and amusement park rides ever created. Join me on next week's episode when I'm in Gold Coast, Australia, where I'll be visiting the Dream World Amusement Park and riding the thrilling roller coaster, the Thunderbolt. That's Jerry Elstree, the coaster connoisseur. Wednesday nights at 7.30 p.m. on WLQL TV 63. Welcome back, everyone. Boy, <laughs> Horace sure has worked up this week about that garbage crisis. But you know what? I'm on his side this time because I'm getting tired of stumbling over those bags at the bottom of my driveway, too, every time I come home from Tookie's Tavern. Anyway, uh, before the break, we were talking to alien abductee Stan Drumbach. Uh, hi, Stan. Are you still there with us? Hi, Joe. Uh, Stan had to go to the little gentleman's room, but he will be back shortly. Oh, yeah. Oh, this is... Um, what, what was your name again? I'm Bilby Wickers, and I... Oh, oh yeah. You, uh, um, you're uh, his literary agent? Is that what you said? Uh, yes, but I am also so much more than that. Oh. I'm, I'm also Stan's hypnotist for the hypnotic regression sessions that we have used you, to uncover more, yes, more details about his abductions. Um, um, I'm also a public speaker. I travel oh. around the Midwest doing paid speaking engagements and workshops, helping people oh, uh, uncover hidden events of their lives, such as 
there are only a lot of abductions, yeah. spirit and ghost encounters, and uh, possibly the development of psychic powers or their abuse by people with psychic powers. Oh, all right. Such okay, all right. Yeah. Is, um, is Stan back yet? Uh, in fact, Joe, your listeners might be interested in the series no, um, of talks and workshops. I will be no. giving at the Bell Tower Inn, just outside of Madison, Wisconsin, in three weeks. Yeah, oh, okay, and, we'll, look, we'll look out uh, for that. Uh, and and we will, Joe, it is only $499.99 uh, per person okay, for a that, double ticket of one talk and one corresponding workshop uh, to cover the supernatural um, experiences of your own life. Yeah, and, oh, that sounds good. To, no, to reserve your spot, please call the Bell Tower in at... Nine and ask them to read you the schedule for the event. Then, when you decide uh, which one is best for you, send a check or money order for $499.99 to UFO Info Pamphlet. Okay, okay. all right, sir. That's, that sounds good. Right. Well, I'll okay, watch out for that. Is Stan, Stan, Stan could Stan possibly be back by now? Hi, hi Joe. Hi, Stan. Welcome back. Uh, oh, we're back great. on the air. And um, when we went to break, uh-huh. you were just getting ready to tell us a complete story, and you said it was going to be a good one. So, oh, you betcha. Okay, well then, let's get right into it then. So, okay, well, uh, let's see there. Uh, okay, all right. So this one is this happened in uh, 1956, and so I was sitting outside the church in my town there, uh-huh. uh, watching a wedding that was happening. Oh, oh, who's, and, uh, whose wedding was this? Was it a family member? Uh, I know. It's just uh. Yeah, two local kids there. Oh, okay. So, what, were they friends or something? No, no, not really. Okay, so, um, so why were you, why were you at their wedding? Uh, I wasn't, uh, you know, not invited-wise, but uh, I, I was just watching it. Oh, um, okay. I kind of had a thing for the gal, you know, so I was just kind of no. behind okay, the wall. Okay, so, and, when, did, when did the UFO, um... Uh, come down or oh, okay. Happened. So I was sitting there behind the wall watching yeah, the okay, wedding party yeah. leave the church, and suddenly I heard the voice in my head again. Oh, uh, you know, like, oh, won't you know? So and the, so you heard that it was like the same voice as the last story that you started telling well, us. Um, no, it was. Uh, this was the reptilian voice. Oh, uh, reptilians. Uh, the reptilians are they like? Are they reptile aliens, like scary? I uh, know they're, they're the ones that got me before. Oh, all the, the time. Wait, like the silver skin lady? Yeah, the reptilians. Uh, they kind of look like us here, you know. Oh. Um, like people, yeah. Earth people, oh. but they got silver skin. Oh. And they're mostly pretty uh, shapely. Oh. Or the men are very muscular. No, oh, okay. But then, why why are they called reptilicons? Oh, yeah, because they come from the planet Reptilica. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. So, you know, but they, they don't look like like lizards or nothing. No, not like, okay, they're not lizard people, just like silver humans. Yeah. Okay, well, um... All right, well, let's let's continue on then. Okay. Uh, what, what happened? You heard the voice in your head. Oh, yeah, I heard the voice... Um, what did it, it say? Oh, it said to me, uh, oh, prepare yourself. Ooh. Uh, no, that, that's usually what they would tell me. Oh, okay, well, so, 
So what happened then? All right, well, um, I prepared myself, as okay. usual. Um, I undid my pants. Is, is that, did they tell you to do that? No, I just made it easier. Oh. And did, I had, was tired of them damaging my zippers and such. Oh, damaging your zippers? Why would, yeah. why would they damage your zippers? Oh, you know, it, um, I think it's, the zipper is, I think it's too primitive of a technology oh, yeah? for them, and they had trouble figuring it out, so oh. they would uh, break them easy. Oh, okay, so... So then, when did so the UFO came down then? Uh, not directly down, but they no. uh, brought me up to the ship using their technologies. Oh, like a, like a beam? They beamed no, you? No, it's a transference device of some sort. Okay. Like, like a consciousness transfer. Oh, oh, okay. You transfer your brain. Like I would pass out, and when I woke up, I'd be on the ship. And, but then, if it's just your mind going to the ship, why would you have to undo your zipper? Because that, may, like I said, it would made it easier, you know. Okay, well, all right, well, now that you're on the ship, uh -huh. what, what are you seeing? What happens oh. when you're on the ship? Oh, well, I'll tell you now. Okay. Um, the first thing I saw was Dandelion. Dandelion? She was there, and oh, she was so beautiful. Yeah. And then there behind her were Shandi and Ventusi, my two reptilicon children. She Oh, you had, wait, Dandelion? Yes. Was she your, your alien wife or something? Not officially a wife, but, oh. you know, mate of sorts. And oh. we were, uh, she met me in what, a story that is in one of the pamphlets you can order. Oh, okay. And that, uh, that is in pamphlet 13. Um, 13. 13? It okay. is, uh, I what is the title? I can't remember the title at the moment, but if All you right. order pamphlet 13, no, it's okay. under check or money order for Two ninety nine on a sausage stamp envelope. We'll give them the address No, we're going to give them the address. We'll give them the address at the end, okay? All right, all right, okay. All right, here you go, Stan. All right. All right, the name of that was uh, Love Interplanetary. Pamphlet number 13. Okay. Okay, so, um, where was I again? Well, you just saw a uh, dandelion and your two children. Oh, yes. Ah, my beloved Shandy and Ventusi, oh. my little babies. Oh, yeah. They're, they're wonderful. They have, their skin is more golden colored because it's kind of half silver like oh. the reptilicons and half like a human flesh tone yeah. for Caucasians, um, you know, so. Uh, yeah, okay. They're beautiful. They look, um, they look wonderful and they, sh they shine in the light. Sounds impressive. So... All right, so what happened then? Well, then, um, then the restraints came on me, oh. as usual. And I was transported once more to the dark room. Did, oh, the dark room? Yes. I'm, I'm guessing this is another thing we'd have to read one of your other pamphlets to hear about? Oh, yeah. It's in a lot of them. It's pretty much all of them. Oh, yeah. I go to the dark room, and that's when the procedures begin. Ooh, what, what kind of procedures are these? Oh, well, you know, they're... Uh, the reptilicon men, they yeah. can't have uh, children. Oh. So they come to Earth for men uh, to give ladies babies. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right, I think I get it now. So I see what kind of procedures. Uh, Is there like a lady in there with you? Oh, no. Oh, oh. there's never a lady in there. Oh, oh, so, oh. Okay, so. Yeah. 
Well, the metal uh, devices come down and they start Ooh. probing and and uh, caressing. Oh. And um, you know, okay. it's weak and said certain areas that they pinch. Oh, um, that doesn't sound pleasant. I'm an honest man, Joe. Yeah. And so I can't say it was voluntary. Uh-huh. And I would uh, definitely not call it pleasant, no. No? Um, okay. But I did, I do reach a conclusion of sorts, if you understand what I mean by that. And And what would that be? You understand what they're doing and why they're doing it to you? Well, that, but no, I meant like a physical conclusion. Oh, okay. All right, well. Oh, okay, yeah. well, yeah, I guess that's necessary if you're going to have uh, half-alien babies. Oh, sure. Although, oh, yeah. You bet. You, you call it love? You said that the first pamphlet is called Planetary Love? Interplanetary Love. All right, but, you know, this sounds rather clinical and uh, impersonal. I oh. wouldn't really know. I wouldn't say this is romantic or... Oh Not no! Some sort of love or anything. I mean, in a in a way. It just sounds like you're like an, an animal that they're, you know, gathering something from. Yeah, oh yeah, that's accurate. Yeah. Okay. But you know, something. Uh, it was. I've ever learned anything from the farm work I've done. The, on other people's farms. Uh, yeah. Well, if I learned anything from it, uh-huh. it's that uh, animals are, can be appreciative oh, of the, no, work, okay. the work you do. All right. Well. All right, so then, all right, so after the dark room, yeah. when did that end, and, and oh. uh, what happened afterwards? Oh, well, you know, it went on for a while, but then oh, afterwards, yeah. I, I got to sit down with Shandy and Vin, Ventusi, and we got some, they said, hello, Papa. I said, oh, how you doing? You've gotten bigger since the last time I saw you. Oh, and yeah. And they said, oh, Papa. Oh, we can't wait until the harvesting comes and harvesting. we can be with you on the planet. What What do they mean by the harvesting? Oh, that's what they're preparing for. Oh, yeah? On their moon base. And on their moon base? The reptilicons have a moon base? Oh, yeah. They oh, you are, uh, oh. But you have to order a pamphlet number 32 uh, okay. uh, to learn about that one, Joe. So, all right, all right can we call this an evening? All right, yeah, I guess I guess that's, yeah, we're kind of running late on time anyway, so. Okay, well, Stan, uh, thank you for calling in. And, oh, uh, yeah, no problem there, Joe. Yeah, thank you, and um, uh, what was your name Derby, again there? We, got, we can say the address now. If oh, you I, I, thank you. I am uh, Bilbo Wickers, and I would uh, like to tell you once more, if you or your audience would like to order more of these pamphlets, just uh-huh. send a self-addressed stamped envelope to uh, UFO Info Pamphlet Co. P.O. Box 897, Cunderton, Minnesota. And uh, if you send just a stamp address self-envelope, we'll send you a list of pamphlets that you can order. And if you know the pamphlet number that you wish to order, you can send a check or money order for two ninety nine with your self-address stamped envelope, and we'll mail the pamphlet to you. All right. Okay, well, thank you, uh, Mr. Bill, 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 Bill B. Wicker. Bill B. Wicker. Yes. Bye, Joe. Well, Stan, and, I think uh, that thank you, Stan. Thank you for being on the phone. No problem, Joe. They hung up. All right, well, that was Stan Drumbach and um, Dilby, Bilby, uh, his, his agent of some sort. 
And you heard that uh, you heard that address several times. So if you want to order some of these pamphlets, uh, go ahead and do do it. You know, I guess I guess it's okay. He he was nice enough to give us a whole story. So maybe maybe I'll order one or two of them myself. Okay. Well, I guess that's gonna do it for tonight. Man, I now I'm kind of frightened though. Now that I know that there's a moon base up there with those reptilicons, and they're planning on doing some sort of harvest down here under Earth. But uh, I guess maybe we could talk about that some more again some other time, as long as it doesn't happen between now and that, whenever we do that. So, but we, I guess that'll do it for tonight. So I'll talk to you all next week again on the next episode of Category Unknown, hosted by Sparkling Joe Chamberlain. Good night, everyone. There you go, everyone. My first interview with Stan Drumbach, alien abductee. And, you know, I hope you enjoyed that. That was also my first introduction to... What, what was his name again? Bill Bilber. Dilby Wickers. I had to write it down on the, on the scrap paper I couldn't find. That Dilby Wickers guy... He's, he kind of got on my nerve a little bit over the years, so I, I hope that, I hope that uh, he didn't bother you guys too much. But anyways, I think that was a pretty interesting episode, and I ordered some of Stan's pamphlets, you know, just to give him, give him a little bit, of, little bit of cash as a thank you for um, being on the show. Turns out, they're really good. So I ordered a whole bunch of them over the years. I, I think I got a big collection of most of them. If not all of them, I don't know if how long he continued putting them out. I know but the last one I got was like number 76, I think. And it was getting pretty crazy. I, I don't know, maybe maybe I'll look him up online. Maybe he's like got some ebooks or something out that I could put on my Kindle thing. Have you seen these things? Is it like a device that you, you plug them in your computer and you could put these books, but they're called ebooks, and they go on it. And these things, they got like electronic paper. It looks, it's the screen, it looks like paper. It's crazy. And then it'll flash and it'll change to the next page and you read a book. It's unbelievable. And you know what? I'm starting to believe that that electronic paper thing on that screen is actually evidence that we are using technology from various alien spacecraft crashes that our government has uh, taken into custody, and over the years they've been trickling out technology to us, like you know, um, this new cheese grater I got, pretty weird. And also, I heard Wi Fi, and then um, e paper. I guess those are the big three. And um, oh, what was that? 
Oh, I can't think of the other one. Oh, DVDs. Like, I just got Three's Company on DVD. The whole series, it's on, like, just some discs. I can watch it as much as I want. It's pretty funny. Damn, it's the rope. <laughs> he thinks Jack's gay. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. All right, anyways, um, I hope you enjoyed this episode, and I'll be back real soon with another uh, new episode of Category Unknown, hosted by Sparkling Joe Chamberlain. Goodbye. <laughs> Roper. I just got a special announcement here just to let you know quick that the category unknown hosted by Sparkling Joe Chamberlain is copyright 2019 uh, by Jimmy K. Crump. All right.